Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. Talk about establishing small groups. And I just want to start with a story. But it's true. About, let me think, I was 28. So, uh, five years ago. 30, 34 year ago. Wow. 34 years ago, I started my journey of faith. And I started it at uh, St. Peter's St. Paul's uh, Church in Mansfield uh, through a, a work colleague of mine who told me about Jesus. I'll tell you something. I wish I, God had, somebody had told me when I was in my teens yeah. about I would, have, I would have saved myself such a lot of heartache and a lot of trouble. Um, but he, he, um, I started youth work at the church. And um, we used to uh, go around to different churches, to different youth groups. And I remember going to a youth group at uh, Eastwood. And the vicar there at that time was a, a guy named Tim. And he was a few years older than me. I was 28, he must have been mid-30s. And we got on quite well. And he told me a story because he said that uh, he'd had a bit of a rough time starting the church because there was no small groups. And he loved small groups. So I said, well, how did you establish small groups? He said, well, he says it's quite amazing, really. He says, one Sunday evening after, after the evening service... Uh, this man came to him and he was uh, in his 50s and sadly his wife had died and he said came up to the vicar and he said um, I, I love coming to this church but I feel quite lonely how, how can I connect with people so he thought for a bit this Tim did and he says um, do you know God he said oh yeah 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 I know God he said do you love Jesus he says yeah I love Jesus he said do you love people he says yeah I love people he said, have you got any bread? He said, I beg your pardon? He said, have you got any bread at your house? I've got a loaf of bread, yes. He said, have you got any cheese? He said, what do you mean, like cheddar cheese? I said, yeah, I've got some cheese. So I said, wait there. And he stands up and he says, listen, everybody, this is Fred. Um, he's inviting everybody to his house for cheese on toast. Who would like to go? And about five or six people put their hand up and said, yeah, we'd like to come. So they went to Fred's house for cheese on toast. The following evening, they enjoyed it that much. The following Sunday, 10 people turned up for cheese on toast at Fred's. Oh, we're going to cheese on toast. It's great. The following week, 25 people turned up for cheese on toast. And so somebody else said, this is too much now. I can have tea and toast at my house, cheese and toast at my house as well. So they divided the group. And then that group divided. It says, we had about five or six groups on a Sunday evening having cheese on toast and people were just sitting down just talking about life just sharing stories about what they've been doing all the week so I thought I better turn these into small groups of course there already were small groups there already were people just getting together sharing life over cheese on toast and so we get confused at times. I think we make things complicated at church life because we say, who would like to be a, a small group leader? And you say, oh, I've got no ologies. I, I ain't got a theology. I, no. Do you know God? Yes. Do you love Jesus? Yes. Do you love people? Yes. Have you got any loaf? Have you got any bread? Have you got any cheese? Yes. You can be a small group leader. Simple as that. Just people getting together and meeting and doing life together. And it's surprising how we've sort of like tried to make it something so, I don't know, difficult when it's one of the easiest things that we should be doing. 
And so I've just got one or two points. I want to say the purposes of small groups. Well, it's to develop individual relationship with God. I can remember going to my first small group at St. Peter's Church and there was a, a group of guys and, and women and we'd sit down and we'd have cake and tea and sometimes cheese on toast and we'd just, we'd just talk about things. And then somebody would say, what did you think to Vicar's sermon on, on Sunday? And we'd just not pick fault at it. That's, oh, that's not, we, we, we'd discuss it. And uh, that's how the small group started. But out of that, you would just learn about people's lives because people would say, oh, I've had a real bad week at work. Yeah. I've got this situation. There's this person that really bugs me. I don't know how, how you know, he just knows what buttons to press and I don't know how to deal with it. And so people would say, give him advice and pray for him. Yeah. And then next week he'd come back and say, oh, a situation at work, it's amazing how things have turned around. Because people have started doing life together, started praying for one another. So it, it, uh, small groups, it's a de develop individual relationship with God. It, it allows a place where people can grow in their relationship with God, be trained in the works of Jesus. Yeah. That sounds quite, be trained in the works of Jesus. Ooh, well it just means like living, doing life together. You know, many years ago, we used to have a, a wristband. Can you remember that, Julia? What would Jesus do? WWJD. And you used to wear this wristband to, whenever you got in a sticky situation, to look at it and just think, well, what would Jesus do? Yeah. When somebody cuts you up on the road, would you pip no? What would Jesus do? I pray for that person. You give him better eyesight, Lord. Give him, grant him patience. Um, and it's just about, that's what it's about. To learn to relate the word of God personally and practically for daily life. So we read the Bible, but sometimes you can read it and it thinks like, you know, especially Deuteronomy and Leviticus and Numbers and think, books like that, you can think, wow, that's hard to understand. But when you get in a group and start discussing it, you can do it practically. Well, what does it mean to you? How do you pray? How do you read your word? How do you get on with your neighbours? How do you do it? And people just share life together. And obviously, it assists integration into church. It allows people to become rooted into church. You know, there's been lots of um, uh, discussions about uh, people belonging and how they need to have at least seven relationships in a place before they feel that they can belong. And on a Sunday morning, we have a great welcome. I really believe we, we do have a great welcome. I've heard people say that, say, oh, the welcome here has been brilliant. So we try and welcome people. But if that's all the interaction they're getting on a Sunday, they may not stop at church. Because people need more. And, and people have said that, you know, you need at least seven connections with people before you feel that you belong. Well, how do you get to know those seven people in, in, a, in some kind of depth? You can only do it through a small group. Meeting during the week. So we don't want people just to come on a Sunday and, and not feel part of the family but as the family grows and grows and grows I mean 140, 150, 200 you know how are you going to know everybody it's impossible but through small groups you can do you still feel that part of that family you still feel connected seven people hmm interesting isn't it I think that you know when you sit down and, and think about it yeah I need to be in a small group because I don't connect with people on a Sunday that well because it's always too busy. 
you know, there's kids running around, the people, you know, having a drink and a tea, and, you know, oh, great, nice to see you, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine, yeah. Are you really? Yeah, no, I'm fine. No, you're not really, are you? No, I'm not, but I can't discuss it now. But in a small group, you can. You can do life together. So it's to provide pastoral care. It's a place where people can receive pastoral care. It's a, it provides a safe place for people to work through their problems. Because when you get in a small group of 10, 12 people, and you meet week in, week out, you get to know each other. You get that trust. We was in a small group before we came to this church, and we had a lady come to our small group, and... Um, she was in her, in her 60s and uh, her husband was unfaithful to her with her best friend and left her. And this was about 30 years ago. And because we were in our small group, she just poured out one night and said how much that had hurt her and how she'd never got over it and that she'd never been able to talk about the hurt that she had inside her to anybody else because she never trusted anybody enough to be able to share that. And here she was, this woman, crying her eyes out in a small group and people just loving her because that was a heartbreaking moment for her that she never got over. And since then, since she'd been able to share it and people prayed with her and just loved her, she was able to like, move on in her life. How many times do people hold on to things? So the hurt, the anger, the bitterness, because they don't trust anybody enough to be able to share. That's what small groups do. That's why it's so important to, to establish small groups. You develop friendships. It's a safe place where people can belong, de- develop deep and longing relationships, be accepted, to grow, to mature, and to reflect the vision and values of Arena Church. It provides a place where our visions and values can be taught and caught. It is a place where new leaders can be identified trained and developed again previous to this church I was in a church where me and Liz started a small group with one other person so for three weeks we just met three of us and we prayed oh God just send people to us send people to us Lord we just want to just serve you just please send people to us and then the following week there's a knock on the door somebody said I've heard you starting a small group can I come yeah come on in come on in so there's four of us so we prayed and prayed and then next week there was a couple more then we ended up with 23 people in our small group and we, we, we recognised this, this couple, um, Tim and Karen, who, who were potential leaders. And so we asked them to then sit aside of us as, as such, and we, we, we led them through into leadership. And, and so we let them take control of the night, and they did the Bible study or whatever we were doing. Sometimes we went out and had a game around us or whatever. But they, they took like charge of it. And we watched them and then just give them advice and just show them how to do it. And, and then they planted another small group. And so out of the 23, they took 12 and we were left with the rest and then we built up again. And that's that's the idea of what small groups should be about. It's a place where leaders that can be identified, that can be trained and developed. It allows new groups to be developed and multiplied. It allows the church to grow numerically and in health. Because healthy things grow. We are seeing on a Sunday morning, healthy things are growing. The Sunday services are growing. But midweek... How many people are meeting midweek to go through these issues? That's where we need to grow, folks. We really do need to establish and to grow more. It enables a large church to function without losing the feel of family. And that's what we want. So, 
What's the next stage? Well, if you know God, love Jesus, love people, got a loaf and some cheese, you can be a small group leader. Just, just come and see me. You know, we want small groups to, to be open and friendly. And we don't want, we're not going to say to you, this is what you have got to uh, teach. We trust the small group leaders to identify where their group is at. So we've got some small groups that will have a Bible study uh, most weeks uh, when they meet, uh, but we don't tell them specifically what they have got to study. We don't give out a prescribed list and say, this is what you must do, because we trust the, the small group leaders to say, well, this group actually, uh, you know, we, they're just new Christians, and so we need to feed them, you know, spoonfuls of milk and a bit of bread and a bit of toast and cheese. But this group, oh, this group is really into it. So we can go on to Deuteronomy and Leviticus on these. So that's what, but that's what it's all about. So starting in um, after um, Easter, we're wanting to start and relaunch small groups. But we need leaders. And you might say that we sat there and say, well, I don't actually want to lead, but I'd love to open up my house to invite people in if somebody else would come and lead. So you'd like to be a host, in other words. I can host. I can put on the tea and the cheese and the toast or the biscuits and the cake. I can do that. I can love to open up my house and get Christians in it. But I don't feel I can lead at the moment. Well, that's all right. We can get other leaders in to come in and start and establish that group. So after Easter, that's really what we want to establish and start pushing it through. So that's why I want to pray. Um, I've got one minute and ten seconds left. So I really want to pray about um, establishing small groups. And, you know, if you are interested in running, football, golf, knitting, um, swimming, whatever, whatever your, wherever your passion lies, why don't you consider starting a small group, getting together with some guys or some women and saying, yeah, let's meet together, you know. I know of a small group that meet in Costa Coffee. That sounds a good small group. But seven or eight people meet in, in Costa Coffee. And they've just started doing a Bible study in Costa Coffee, just quietly to themselves. And other people have been listening and said, that's good, can we join? And so they've started coming in. Whatever your passion is, wherever you feel that you want to do something, come and have a word with me. Nothing's really off bounds, unless you're starting sacrificing chickens or something like that. <laughs> then we'd have to have a word with you. But, but other than that, any kind of, any, kind, <laughs> any, any kind of passion that you've got, any kind of interest, whether it's a walking group. You know, we started a walking group, um, was it two years ago? And, and we ran it through the summer season. It was fantastic. So a group of us went out, um, parked up, had a circular walk, stopped at a poor bad or something to eat, and then got back to the cars. And fantastic days. So whatever your passion is, that's what we want to establish. Meet people meeting together, doing life together. Does that make sense? Has anybody got any quick questions? Lovely. <laughs> Thank you, Margaret. I think we've got hot dogs. She's talking about Alpha. We're running an Alpha course, and we always have some good food, don't we, on Alpha course. Um, so let me just pray, shall we? God, I just want to thank you, Lord. Uh, for.